Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. It has been confirmed, my fellow Jedi. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another vid. Star Wars fans, give up! After yet another Order 66 survivor emerges with Ray Stevenson's May he rest in peace, gone too soon, Ahsoka role. So it's finally been confirmed what his role actually is. And a lot of us were wondering. I, when we did the live stream, a lot of you guys were saying that he is a survivor of Order 66. I don't know how you got that information so soon. Maybe it was someone that worked on the show and uh, was dropping some intel. I don't really know. But either way, the late Ray Stevenson, one of the stars of the last year's excellent RRR, will be soon appearing in the Star Wars universe as he has another survivor of Order 66 in the upcoming Disney Plus series Ahsoka. But there's more. Now, that may sound like a badass origin story, but for some fans of the galaxy far, far away, are throwing up their hands in defeat since it is now an overused plot point in the franchise. Stevenson's role as the villain Balin Skull, who is a former Padawan that survived Emperor Palpatine's mass genocide, funny, was confirmed in the latest issue of Empire Magazine via Screen Rant. Although an image of a masked Inquisitor wielding a red lightsaber was released in promotion for Ahsoka, we've yet to confirm with certainty that Stevenson's Balin is the Inquisitor in question, which I do not believe he is. What's more, the Empire article described Balin as an ex-Jedi turned mercenary. So take that information as you will. This is rather quite interesting. So we've seen a lot of Jedi, especially now with Disney. And yes, we've seen them in Legends, of course, but Disney seems to be making a point of bringing back a lot of Order 66 survivors uh, in every single one of their shows. And this one now isn't, you know, a Jedi who's either become disillusioned with the Force and who he is and lost hope, or continues to be a Jedi, but in secret, but rather he's essentially turned into a mercenary, like some sort of a bounty hunter, kind of just going for whoever will pay him the most money. And this is kind of a cool idea for a Jedi. We've seen it before in Legends, a force user who is not bound by any sort of code, someone who will essentially be a bounty hunter for the right price. And this is literally what Balin's character is. And I wonder, you know, his, uh, the, the young girl that we see with him, what's the story with that? Is it uh, perhaps his Padawan, his apprentice? Could it be his daughter? Was this dude like very far straying from the Jedi code and Jedi sect? Um, what's his story? At any rate, the idea of characters coming back after surviving Order 66 and even Breaking Bad in the process has become a bit of a cliche within the modern Star Wars universe. Heck, even last year's Disney Plus show Obi-Wan Kenobi featured Moses Ingram's Reva, an Inquisitor who also happened to be an Order 66 survivor. As well as that like random dude who found Obi-Wan in the desert as he was just like running away from the Inquisitors. Soon after the character's backstory for Stevenson's Balin was disclosed, Star Wars fans did not hesitate to express their fatigue over this particular bit of recycled lore. I haven't seen anyone actually... Oh, the late Stevenson's character. Okay, so I guess it was just today, actually, rather yesterday uh today is the 7th at 3 15 a.m currently when i'm making this video and it seems a lot of the comments are people just a little unhappy there are too many surviving jedi it's starting to get a little formulaic so clearly 
my tweet has a little more credence now, doesn't it? Twitter. If you'll all take your attention to this tweet right here, which uh, kind of blew up. And a lot of people were getting pretty angry. But it seems like now, I was just early to the punch, really. Just four days early. It's almost like I kind of have telepathy. Or maybe I know what I'm talking about sometimes. Anyways... So there we have it. He is a survivor Jedi of Order 66. He's not some sort of, you know, originally one of my theories was that he was a um, a knight of the Old Republic or maybe even, you know, like very, very late High Republic Jedi, uh, given that he's got, you know, some interesting looking Clone Wars armor on him and more so looks like a knight, especially with the white hair and beard and all that really sells the role, as well as the fact that he has a orange blade. So, you know, wh what does this mean for his orange blade? I personally think that he wasn't able to properly bleed his crystal because he still dilly-dallies in the light and he was a Jedi. To me, I don't think he is purely evil. However, I do think he sways on the side of, you know, if purple is in between red and blue, this is in between blue and red, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? If purple is the light side version, this is more so the darker side version. Now, I believe that his lightsaber color is indicative of his own dark side and his own powers that he uses. Blue and red mixed together make purple. Now, that is the light side version of teetering in between the light and dark side. Dark side maybe a little bit, but having a grasp on it, which is Mace Windu, and being very controlled, very masterful, all that. Now, orange, in my opinion, isn't red, and it isn't blue, or whatever else you want, green. It is pretty much more of a light, lighter, light side, dark side, you know, lighter, dark side. And this is where I think Balin's skull falls in. I don't think he is a pure dark side being. I don't think he bled his crystal, which is the new Disney explanation of how they have red lightsabers. It's no longer synthetic like it was in Legends, but they now bleed their crystal. Oh, dude, the roasts just go on and on. It's crazy. The very existence of 100 or so survivors isn't obnoxious and is even sensible. But this whole idea they were all gallivanting across the galaxy, meeting each other, flagrantly contradicts Obi-Wan and Yoda's impressions in the movies that Luke was all that was left. Indeed. Indeed. Personally, as a casual Star Wars fan, says the writer of this article, the repeated use of this trope is starting to wear on me. It's right up there with the recent deluge of stories taking place on Tatooine, which was normally meant to be a middle-of-nowhere dump on the outskirts of the universe, as one of my least favorite reused Star Wars cliches nowadays. All that said, I'm still willing to give Ahsoka a shot regardless, as Rosario Dawson's portrayal of the character so far in shows like The Mandalorian and Boba have been highlights of those respective series. Ahsoka comes to Disney Plus in August, and the rumor is that it will come August 30th or something like that, which is a Wednesday? So yeah, I mean, originally I thought that Ray Stevenson's character, Balin Skull, was going to be a Knight of the Old Republic that was found in the world between worlds of some sort, some some miraculous uh, finding, and then brought through a portal, perhaps, and this is how he ended up in our time, our world, or the current state of Star Wars, in the timeline, I mean. But it seems like he's actually just a four hire by Thrawn, is my opinion. So what does Thrawn want a Jedi like him for? This is very much heir to the Empire. You know, this is very, very much heir to the Empire. He's looking for a Jedi, he needs a Jedi, just like he did with Joris Sabaoth. Jerus Sabayoth. Hey, look, you know, people can be mad, but at the end of the day, this is just getting closer and closer to Heir to the Empire, and I'm pretty excited for it. So, do I think it's ridiculous that Disney keeps bringing back so many Jedi in other stories, other spin-offs and shows? Yes. Do I think it's ridiculous in this one? Um, partially, but it still is really skipping next to Heir to the Empire 
and I hope that we get some sort of a story just like that, which I honestly feel like should have been the sequel trilogy to begin with, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and I hope we get to see Luke uh, as well, since it is literally, basically, that story. So there we have it for today. Today's confirmation of Balin Skull being a survivor of Order 66 and being a mercenary for hire, basically a uh, Jedi with no moral code, but uh, just you know, the need for some cash, some credits. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Theory and Real SW Theory. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Until then, remember the Force will be with you always. And of course, rest in peace, Ray Stevenson.